The music that will be played and discussed in this episode is not owned by me at all. I'm simply using this music in order to critique, quote-unquote critique, fair use, etc., etc. Whatever I need to say that doesn't get sued, this music is not owned by me, not a single part of it. I will be playing significant parts of it. Hopefully that's not a copyright infringement or it gets taken down because, again, I am just here to critique and enjoy and celebrate the music that I will be discussing in this episode. Hopefully, that solves me from being sued. I don't have anything anyway, so I don't know what they'd be suing for, but let's get the episode started. It's the year 3030. And here at the Corporate Institutional Bank of Time, we find ourselves reflecting, finding out that in fact, we came back. We were always coming back. yourself as a kid a kid away away from your home city all the way across the state perhaps you're in college so you put on your headphones because it's a long six seven hour ride bus ride in fact with a whole bunch of other kids all trying to make it back home so you try to fill your time up with things to distract. At that point, cell phones were a thing, but they weren't the smartphones that we have today. You didn't have all the gadgets and things you could do. It wasn't very smart. It was just a phone. And people used it to call. And text, sort of, but mostly call. So, imagine a young man, a young boy at that time still, having a bunch of CDs, compact discs, yes, those used to be a thing. You could play them, and you needed a CD player to play them. And they, were, they used to have things called mobile CD players. Yes, yes. It's a portable CD player. It's like the record player, but smaller, didn't skip as much, and you could take it around places. So, <laughs> back in the day, they used to have these music groups that you could buy what they say for pennies, you could buy a bunch of CDs for two cents. You'd belong to a CD club. They would send you new music all the time, every month, all, always and forever. So you'd use that, pay a little bit, and get so many CDs. It was a fantastically wonderful thing, except you'd end up 
owing a lot of money on those things. So much money, a ton of money. You didn't know because you're a dumb kid and everything looks shiny. And hey, you get to see or hear your favorite band or group, etc., etc. So back in that day, there was only a few, you know, songs that I wanted to listen to, or a few groups that I wanted to listen to. But you need so many CDs, and it was like eleven, eleven. Okay. Let me get all the most recent artists who are hot and known. But then it came that lucky number 11. That number 11 CD that would be transformative. It would be absolutely transformative. Why? Well, what does transformative mean? Transformative can mean causing or able to cause an important and lasting change in someone or something. An experience that will change and last. I don't know why I said that again. It was said fine in the first place. But that that 11th CD, which was just one of those throwaway whatever CDs, who cares? I have my Stone Temple Pilots and my Jay-Z Hard Knock Volumes and such, etc., etc. Who cares about this little throwaway CD that's, it, it seems this is interesting. I don't understand. Whatever. I need a number 11. I don't really, nothing else really tickles my fancy. Let me just go ahead and, and purchase that. So here's the problem is I got through all of the CDs that I liked and all the artists that I liked pretty quickly. And they came, I listened. So I was already listened out of them by the time that I was going to go on this trip. I believe it was my first time going back home from college, and it was a long ride. So, I definitely needed something to listen to. I needed something to listen to, and I said, well, okay, I haven't listened to this. Seems like it's got a lot of music. Mm, let's give it a shot. Why not? I've, I've never even heard of this, this, this person, this group, or any of these people before, but... Let, let's go. What, what, what can it hurt? I'm being adventurous. What I didn't know is I, incur, I unearthed, I uncovered what I believe to be the greatest album of all time. Now, here's the caveat. I think it's the greatest concept album of all time. I do. I do. Now, here's the thing. Obviously, that's subjective. But objectively, I'm right subjectively i'm right i'm just right no just kidding it just it, oh. so imagine me sitting on the bus making con making conversation with a few people because i knew a few people going back home but then after a while the conversation wears away because it's a six hour ride it's it's quite long so at some point you got to go to those distractors and you know, I put my headphones on, unwrapped the package, the plastic packaging, which is always difficult, always an adventure. Put the disc in the CD player and push play. And I knew I was in for something different on that first drop. That first drop you heard, I knew it was something different. The interlude, I was like, huh, that's interesting. But it was that drop, that oof, that silky smooth beat drop that just, ugh. I was like, what am I in for? And 
right away, right away, they tell you, they let you know, you're in for a ride. And they don't let up. Yo, it's 3030. I want y'all to meet Deltron Zero Hero. Not no small feat. It's all heat in this day and age. I'll rage your grave. Anything it takes to save the day. Neuromancer. Perfect blend of technology and magic. Use my rapping so you all can see the hazards. Plus entertainment where many are brainless. We cultivated a lost art of study and I brought a buddy. Automate a harder slay of fascinating combination. Cyber warlords are activating abominations. Armination with hatred, we ain't with that We high-tech archaeologists searching for knickknacks Composing musical stem packs that impacts the soul Crack the mold of what you think you rapping for I used to be a mag soldier, but I didn't respect orders I had to step forward, tell them this ain't for us Living in a post-apocalyptic world, morbid and horrid The secrets of the past, they hoarded Now we just boarded on our futuristic spacecraft No mistakes, black, it's our music we must take back I have to be honest with you the very first time I heard that I had no idea what I was listening to I was like what is this what is this magic right here and not that I didn't know rap because I grew up on rap grew up on hip-hop among other things but definitely grew up on hip-hop so I knew what I was listening to but I definitely didn't know what I was listening to I was like what is this how could this, like, just this beautiful music, this melodic, this great lyricism, this, all of that. Yeah, I've gotten all that before. And I've also listened to a great number of storytellers, a huge number of storytellers. Hip-hop has so many excellent storytellers in it, especially back in the 90s and the, the 90s, especially in the 90s. But this was something different. The way I was taken into that sci-fi mindset and how they just introduced themselves. It was, I'm, it, wait, I still remember the lyrics to this day and I'm geeking out because I was rapping. When, when he just came out, he was just like, he said, yo, it's 3030. I want y'all to meet Deltron Zero, hero, not a small feat. It's all heat in this day and age. I rage your grave. Anything it takes to save the day. It was like, whoa, yo, what is like, you can spit like, yeah, oh, I can't even explain it, man. It's just, I was taken so completely taken aback by that. Cause I was like, oh, snap, we're going to. Because, yeah, I'm into sci-fi, but I've never been a huge fan of insert um, big signed sci-fi franchise here or there. Just like, it's cool. But whatever. But this gripped me. Because, yeah, sure, you've watched all the sci-fi things. And for him to perfectly blend something 
to make it sound so futuristic and so now, but it wasn't just his words. It was how his words, the instruments, the music, and the composition, the blending of them came together. It was a perfect unison. It was a perfect trio. A perfect trio. And what I mean by perfect trio? Well, we'll get to that a little later. I, I want to listen to more of the music right now. But uh, that first track really did set the tone of the album for me. And let's get it straight. There have been other, I mean, immensely great concept albums. But first, we should make clear what a concept album is. A concept album is an album featuring a cycle of songs expressing a particular theme or idea. In this case, the theme was futuristic. It was the year 3030. Obviously, the society is dystopian. The future is a dystopia. There have been aliens. The Earth has fallen in a way. Other things have happened. We are the aliens at that point. There's been plenty of civil wars, plenty of unrest and everything in 3030. And we follow our intrepid hero throughout his adventure to save the day, so to speak. But that was the concept of that. Now, there have been some really, really, really great concept albums uh, by some of the greatest musicians of our time. Obviously, The Beatles, Sgt. Pepper, Lonely Heart Club. The Dark Side of the Moon by Pink Floyd, The Ball by Pink Floyd, Welcome to My Nightmare by Alice Cooper, Mm-mm Food by the late, great MF Doom. There's been plenty. There's been plenty, and a lot of those will stand the absolute test of time. And most of those, no, all of those, are much more well-known than Deltron 3030. And I've listened to most of them. Haven't listened to all of them. But I can say, without a doubt, this one is the one that still sticks with me, that still resonates with me. It's my favorite work from these creators, especially. I can't say the same for any of those other concept albums elsewhere. I can't say the same. Especially not for the Beatles. There's other, uh, other albums and songs of theirs that I, I like a lot more. No offense to anybody. And, and for me, it's not a genre thing. It's not a compare genre thing. If you know me, you know that music is music is music is music. I am a musician. I play the guitar, as you, you heard earlier. I don't play it well, but the guitar has always been my first love as far as instruments go. So I just love music. I see music as music. So there's, But I'm not going to be PC with this is better than this. No, no, no. Like what you like. So for me, I'm saying regardless of genre respecting of all genres this album to me as far as its genre goes is such a great example of the blend the blend of vocal ability just picture painting but also having the perfect music to go with it like that music, a lot of the instruments used in the album, even though they're obviously today's instruments, they're they're tried and tested today's instruments, sound like they could be futuristic. Made it sound like those instruments in this album could be from the future. Even though we don't know, because none of us listening right now are going to be around in 3030. Unless time travel's a thing. And if it is, I guess I could see 3030. Unless the bug monsters control everything, then don't let me see 3030. But anyway, back to the music. And what I mean back to is I'm going to talk about this first track a little bit more. 
before I go on to the next track, because I want to get to most of the tracks here. But this track, it gradually crescendos. There's a choir at some point. It sounds like a space battle. It gets really, it gets really grandiose in nature. Even more grandiose in the beginning. And it's just great rapping, great music, and there's they get to a point where it's like crashing against each other. So if you're listening to the first song, it is a long song, but it does let you know what you're getting to. It's probably the longest song on the album. That's why it's first, because it's also quite possibly the strongest one as well. I could go on and on and on about what makes the song so great, but I don't want to make this a 19-hour podcast, so we're moving on to the next song. Be there for the rap battle. It's going to be interspectacular, fantabulous. It'll blow your socks off. It's one of those things where machine versus man, man versus woman, woman versus your mother. Be there. It's a galactic rap battle. It's instupituous. Hey, so while editing this video, while editing this podcast, for some reason, some of my audio did not come through, so I'm using this to waste time instead of having to move everything over. So five, four, three, two, one. It's so hard to cut his flow off, honestly. Honestly and truthfully, for me, it's so hard to cut his flow off because I, I listen to it and I'm like, oh, this is so crazy. But I'm not going to do that. Thinking back on it, I probably should have just listened in my headphones and then said, hey, this is why I like something like this. And then in post-production, put the music to it so it can be less unwieldy or more wieldy, as you say. But whatever, you don't come here for that. Oh man, this this, this podcast is going to be long. So moving on with a lot of them, I'm going to put a time constraint on it. And I'm also going to probably start in the middle somewhere. Because if I start at the beginning, because there's always some sort of like really interesting either groove or just interesting music interlude that starts off the song. And it's so catchy and infectious that I find myself just listening to it. This is the, one of the few albums that to this very day, I don't really need to skip. I can listen to it through and through. Kind of no matter what mood I'm in. And I really enjoy that about this album. Is that I can listen to it in a lot of different moods. Just because I think it's excellent. If I want to just get some great, witty, clever lyricism, I can listen to it. If I want some really dope storytelling, I can listen to it. If I want some great music, I can listen to it. And that's why I think this album is excellent. You could single out any of the great elements of this album and take them away from each other, this would be 
an amazing instrumental. If he was just rapping with nothing in the background, he would still be an amazing rapper. Those would be some amazing lyrics and amazing sounding lyrics because of the musicality of how he's doing it. The concepts themselves are Adult Swim, anime, or sci-fi channel worthy. So all those main elements of this album by themselves would make a great album. You blend all three well, and in my opinion perfectly, you have something special. And that is what this album is. It's special. Just like this this second song, Heat. Heat. <laughs> it was just heat. Things you can do, some can't be done. The mole chilling with the mole man and his whole fam. You can see him chilling with the mole man and his whole fam. Don't let a computer tell you shit. <laughs> Even though today we let computers tell us everything. But yeah, excellent second song. I think it great follow up to the first song. Still keeping that upbeat, especially considering that funny interlude that happened beforehand. Let's get into the next song. Many MCs cruise low earth orbit. Easier for me to use my search warrant. Drift by a star, absorb it, and store it. Leave Taurus, Corbus, my galaxy's gorgeous. Quantum jump, I'm right at your doorstep. Positive contact. Positive contact. Positive contact. Positive contact. Even if the record skips, I still rest. Now I catch more wreck with fast ignition. My last decision, pulse amplification. Temper with napalm, I want y'all to stay calm. Alien annihilation, I stay armed to the grill piece and kill beat. 20% matter, 30% is energy. Assembling to become a living being. Evaporate to radiation phase to station. I get higher radiation. What I love so much about that track, so what I love so much about that track is obviously the lyrics, but the scratching. The scratching heard on this track to me is really well timed, really well done, and damn near immaculate, really. Like the, the perfect scratch and the ad libs that came in with the scratch. That, wait a minute, wait a minute, and all that other stuff. That's that's a, a lost art. That is a lost art in. It was it was it was actually beginning to be a lost art back then, but it's definitely it, music has evolved. Scratching is definitely not scratching anymore. It's when it is, it's a much more technical thing and not not a feel thing like it used to be. To me, this was a perfect blend of technique and feel, and I think it was pulled off very effectively. And everything gets so lost for me in just how great this album is. If you really listen to the lyrics of this thing, though, they're just so that not only well put together, they rhyme well, but they also make a lot of sense. So here we go. This says this. It says this. Many MCs whose low Earth orbit, easier for me to use my search warrant, drift by, star, absorb it, and store it, leave Taurus, Porus, my galaxy's gorgeous, quantum jump, I'm right at your doorstep. Man, listen. Even smaller lines or other lines in it is, I stay armed to the teeth, grill peace, and kill beef. What? And the even if the record skip, I still rip that comes through in the hook or the chorus, whatever you want to call it, is very important because MCs and DJs at the time, like when they were scratching or they were rapping or anything like that, when the record skipped, 
if you're performing, you still just gotta you still gotta kill it. You still gotta wreck. So like even if the records skip, I still wreck. So it's layered, it's fun, it's funky, it's just got everything I would want. And so should you. Help a brother out, man. I got watches over here, you know what I'm saying? I was in Nam, you know what I'm saying? For Harbor, uh, you know, World War II, III, uh, you know what I'm saying? Yo, you into prosthetics? Yo, what's up? I got a leg, yo. Yo, I got a wheelchair. Check out my rims, yo. I'm iced out crazy, son. Yo, check it out, yo. I'ma drop some knowledge on you, brother. A couple of things is going down on here. You gotta watch out for. There's a lot of other cats that's gonna try to sell you out. Exactly like you know the town. But you gotta come to me. Mother up with Jeffrey Hudson. You know what I mean? Come to me. Wanna devise a virus to bring dire straits to your environment. Crush your corporations with a mild touch. Trash your whole computer system and revert you to papyrus. We have already planned. The plan is programmed into every one of my thousand robots. We will not hesitate. We will destroy the Homo sapiens. While keeping up thematically with the beginning songs, with the songs that preceded it, I feel like this previous, this song right here, took a turn down tempo. Um, but the subject matter, the lyricism, the great music, all that quality, the quality of the thing stayed the same. They just it was slowed down a little bit, which I loved. I loved there was a change because it allows you to catch your breath. And, you know, they're just talking about overthrowing the ruling class, government, etc. Computer viruses and such. Nothing to see here. Moving on. Your recovery slow, my dual input, plus my modem, the tool send foot. Long songs, instrumental, digital projector, professor. I school you on the art and how it's texture map. Get to act together, my style is mega. Educate the heads of eight lonely beggars. Only shred of evidence is a virtual file. Store within the cerebellum, hit you burka with style. Upgrade your gray matter, one day it may matter. Defense capabilities with ape agility Take possibilities to the point of senses shattering Commence the babbling, I'm meditating on a homo sapien With no education, I'm 3D acceleration My programming language is the strangest To come to grips with mechanized mischief Kicks it off with circular projectiles, X-Files Herald as the most important dwarf the corporate Upgrade your gray matter, cause one day it may matter I mean, and that is, upgrade your grain your brain, because one day you may need it. Unless you're me, and then you never need it. So you just upgrade your brain so you can make these really weird, obscure podcasts and other forms of content for people in hopes that one day somebody might talk about me like I'm talking about this album. Now, I was about to tell you about the creators of this album, but I don't think it's time yet. I don't think it's quite enough time. I think when we get halfway through, we'll tell that. But I will give you a clue. This guy should sound familiar, and this this melodic wonderfulness should also sound a little bit familiar to you. But more on that later. Let's get back to the music.
me to ask you a question, man, see if you know what's up. Big this. Who fuses the music with no illusions? Producing the blueprints, clueless automator, defy the laws of nature. Electronic monolith, throw a jam upon the disc. The futuristic looping with the quickness. Hyperproducing, hydrogen fusion liquids. Keep your distance. Now, who is that mastermind? Who is that mastermind that Deltron 3030 is speaking of? Well, here's a clue. They call him the Automator. And usually, you know, with any anime or sci-fi or something, there's always the plucky hero. But there's always in the band, if there usually is, if there's a sidekick or a partner or an accomplice or a mastermind or something on the good guy side, it's always that genius, that quirky, weird genius that can put together the plans, that creates the devices, that comes through with just that something, that timeless something, that that the the they're not necessarily a leader, sometimes they are though, but they're the elder, they're the ones that the hero listens to, in a way. That's who the automator person is. But I'm not ready to tell you who these guys are yet. But if you know who the automator is, then you already know where this is going eventually. But not yet. If I had to describe the way I survive is like vice squeezing The reason I'm black and still breathing Heathens will breed heathens so everybody suspect I must check your ID Cause you looking shysty, you might be intelligent Someone that tells against opposite or positive When I drop the laws against a nature, be faithful Why should I hate you? We ain't that different We may act different in some ways but we still group together like a fucking survey Suffering and fuck them off the motto I'm trapped in a bottle My music's getting hollow And that's what happens when humanity you follow Where every leak of info is hard to... And that's what happens when humanity you follow Sorry, I had to interject earlier Because it's probably, possibly one of my favorite Or definitely one of my favorite lines in the whole album He went acapella, took out the whole... There was no music at all and it still flowed. It still flowed and went perfect. He got right back on beat. <clears throat> it's just one of those musician things or 
things that you just understand it's like when you're in the pocket it's just so beautiful and if you hear the person on the chorus on the hook it should start becoming clearer who this who these people are or what act these people are associated with for sure and for certain this was like a progenitor to that this was a prequel a preclude i don't know if a precludes a thing but you know a preview of what was to come with at least a few of them they would all go on to work together later on but just some caught in the grip of the city this song I, I don't want to get too deep into what these things mean because I would love for you to discover this album for yourself and just give it a listen. But he makes a lot of things clear and obvious in the songs about how people are the same, even if we're different, how we're grouped together, how even if we act different, we're not all that different without being like, we're all the same PC style. It's like, no. We're all humanity in a world full of aliens. It's a, it's a bit different. In a universe full of aliens, it's a bit different. <sighs> if I had to describe the way I survive is like by squeezing the reason I'm black and still breathing. Oh, heathens who breed heathens. So everybody's suspect. I must check your ID. <laughs> like that's clever. It's beyond clever. And... I just think it's it's worth it to really break that down, though. Possibly the one of the best tracks on the album, I think, which is hard for me to say because there's so many great tracks on the album. But this really, this one definitely helps stand the test of time as far as the other tracks go for me. And this one, you could definitely hear that just groovy bass line, that groovy bass line hint throughout the whole time and it was just steady and it kept it on beat and it was like I could just imagine hearing this in live and them dropping this part out and not, not having just having a bass certain parts and then just having a guy when it's time to just wrap that part the whole thing goes hush and he spits his bars spits his verse it's just like oh man this is so good so good but it's not about separation it's about the population think about it i remake my universe every time i use a verse to fulfill my destiny mc's rest in peace side barriers provide care within from impurities every word will seize your attention like third degree i subjugate you of the fake performance while the bass hug your face no sentient being attempts fleeing mc siphon my likeness bites in my insights like five enchiladas this plane of existence is amazingly different from my orbital oratory always going for the glory you pop wide open for my sly slogans i stay in effect with alien tech Make you wanna say he's the best with synchronization with commentation it's armor plated hard to fake it never carbonated scar your matrix virtually a certainty merge your mediocre seeds and sofa with my stellar energy they'll assimilate a realm where anything is possible that's a scientist can't define this mechanical mindset diamond so this feels very much like a Wu-Tang style song just because of the excellent use of just the background vocals and it's kind of groovy, super funky, a bit offbeat, but it works really, really well. Here's the thing about, to me, when like a, an overall master at lyricism, when you can switch up your flow, like go faster or go slower, be multi-syllable, do double time, 
do other things within the music, but not only does it rhyme and make conceptual sense, but it sounds good. To me, I'd rather hear someone, if they're going to wrap a lot of words together, I want them to make sense and not just be dictionary and word vomit. I'm not going to accuse your favorite rappers or whoever say rappers are doing that. I'm just saying when I hear someone that can put a lot of lyrics, put a lot of lyrics together in a condensed space, I appreciate it when it all makes sense. Not only when it all makes sense, but when it all flows together. Not only when it all makes sense and flows together, but you're also telling a story to that. Not only when it all flows together and makes sense, you're telling a story to that, but it's a hell of a story. Turbulence and murder sense. This is an everyday occurrence. It's 30 30. Yo, I get my hands dirty. They think they the pure breed. Medically insured weed. Fuck the system. Non-conformist humans walk around because of their ordinance. Just ornaments. Super thugs use computer bugs. All ignoramuses reduce to savage half beast off a crack piece. Not me. I'm shit faced. Which way but loose in a hovercraft. Not no bubble bath, turbo boost. Fuck and in Earth. this uh track, in this track. Uh, the rapper, the orator, the MC, if you will, he goes about envisioning what this world will look like in 3030 in the future. Talks about bounty hunters, he talks about all those dystopian futures you hear about, and puts it in a way that's very easy to understand. It's easy to actually envision what he's envisioning because he talks about it and bounty hunters, but it still makes it a very like relatable to today's what's happening to today so he talks about how people are consuming nothing etc etc so it makes it very poignant to today and that was back in 2000 so it's 2021 right now but it was very like what applies then applies now and i feel as long as humanity is a thing will apply always interesting concept the thing about humanity and history and everything is that we're very cyclical. We want to think we're just this great, crazy nation, like crazy thing that keeps getting better. And maybe we are. Maybe we are. But if you look at civilization, and you look at different civilizations, past this prologue, most of these things have happened before, such as war, etc., etc., all the bad things and the good things. And they'll happen again. Probably. Not in our lifetimes. But it will happen again. Such a warm and pleasant thought. But anyway, next song, please. Actually, let me switch it up a little bit. Let me talk about this song before we get into it. Now, this song right here is about battling, but instead of battle rapping, it it blends battling, like actual intergalactic battle with an opponent, and rap battling together. And he just gives you these stories about these opponents that he had to take down and how he took them down. And it was really clever. It was really cleverly put together. He's battle rapping. He's rapping about battling and battle rapping inside of a battle where there's rap, but battling. It's just clever. Next stop, Pluto, don't rock these new flow. 
host. Atmosphere methane. Be strategic like a chess game. Leave his MC with chest pain. I had to battle a shadow in his black light form. He dazzled me, adding three points to his score. And go for a microphone with darkness, adding three more. The panel started the roar. I had to find the core of his power. He stretched his text, causing me to black out. It took my dad out. I couldn't back out. It took out the sound, man. I'm taking a pound in. I bust out an acapella. That's astounding. Project a unibeam through his spleen. Pulled out my x-ray cannons to disintegrate the phantom. It's not finite self-structure ruptured. It's forming again a bust up into clusters. Shadowy masses spread to the greater darkness of outer space. Now I place first among artists. I think he has an excellent way of making you feel like you're right there among the action. And even though none of us have ever been to space so far, I mean, SpaceX is a thing now, so I don't know. Maybe you have. And if you're listening to this in outer space, was he right? But it makes us feel like we're actually traveling in space ourselves. We're heading into the hyperdrive warp form, having these fights with these fantastical creatures of legend ourselves puts us really right in the driver's seat puts us in the mind of going there and i really do appreciate that i appreciate that musically but also if you like science if you like sci-fi if you like just adventure and all this stuff it, it puts you in there it puts you in that space and i think that's excellent and this next song our intrepid space hero after saving all the days or saving many of the days he decides he's a little tired and he needs to take a vacation. So I want you to listen to this for a little bit before we discuss it. At the inside of space station, Tom Fidel trying to take a vacation. My expertise in aviation got us to a destination, the East Bay. My living quarters is completely froze solid. I thaw it out with a heat ray. Now I'm chilling in the sun of pulsating jet streams. Keeping out in virtual reality my wet dreams. Perusing my 21st century classic comics with the funnest astronomic. I figured since I'm here, I'll renew my galactic passport. So I'm not persecuted by no galactic asshole. Schemers on the ass. With a holographic hat trick. Using magnetism to pickpocket citizens. Tourists walk around with memory apprehension glasses. So this one's a very underrated track in my opinion. It's It's a very subdued track. And by subdued, I mean it's really just him and the drums it's him and the drums going back and forth and it's not a complicated drum set or drum whatever they call that drum pattern duh it's not a complicated drum pattern but it makes a lot of its non-complication the it can just be the artist well they're all artists so it's just the music the lyricist and the drummer going back and forth perfectly blending together it's more gives it a more freestyle vibe gives it a more freestyle vibe like or more like a jam session vibe even where guys just the person rapping is just flowing and the drummer's just keeping the beat and you just keep that steady beat until the rapper runs out of lyrics I used to watch cyphers and performances like that and I, there's a certain energy a magnetism to that with live music in it anyway, there's a certain energy and feeling you get. It's pretty cool. The question that I have for you is, who is Deltron 3030? Well, you think it's just a rapper, but no, it's actually a trio. 
Deltron 3030, aka Del 3030, is an alternative hip hop trio composed of Dan the Automator, DJ Kid Koala, and the lyricist, the voice, the frontman of the group, Del the Funky Homo Sapien. So now, I'm going to read an excerpt from Wikipedia to sound smart, which is an oxymoron, but anyway. The group's debut album, Deltron 3030 or 3030, released on May 23, 2000, is a concept album set in the year 3030 that tells of the dualistic conflict of fatalism that takes place between the moral concepts of righteousness and malevolence. The story tells a prophetic tale of a warrior's thirst for battle, as Del's alter ego, who goes by the name of Deltron Zero, along with his comrade, who happens to be a time-traveling cyborg wizard named The Automator, face off against megalithic corporations that megalomaniacally rule over the thermodynamic universe. The lyrics were written in less than two weeks and are characterized by extravagant allusions to futuristic outer space themes in the tradition of atrofuturistic works by Sun Ra and George Clinton. Many samples originated with the contemporary French classical composer William Scheller. Now, today I learned that those lyrics were written in two weeks. That is insane. I really thought that took a lot longer to make because of how just incredible it sounds. But sometimes, I know even with myself, I like my best work sometimes does come back to back to back to back. Whatever that means. Like that one time where I uploaded like five podcast episodes in a row in, in like a, a week's time or so. Yeah, I did that. Or I want to say I did that. I don't know if I did that. I don't know if that's true. It might have been four. But it is in rapid succession, but that's super interesting. But all three of these guys, I think, or at least the two, I know Dan the Automator and Dell, the Funky Homo Sapien, they both heavily contributed and influenced the band that would later become known as the Gorillas. They're definitely their compatriots, they're, uh, what do you call it? They collaborate often with them. I know both Dan and Dell both worked on the Gorillaz's first album, it was specifically their first hit, their first song, which was their first hit, which was Clint Eastwood. So the the whole thing was helped mix by Dan the Automator, and obviously the lyrics, the rapping part, was handled by Dell. Which is funny, because the frontman and one of the people in the Gorillaz group, Damon Albarn from Blur, I'm caught in the grip of the city was the hey happen i'm feeling glad so even when the grills were made all these guys were longtime collaborators with each other they ran in the same circles they performed music together etc etc so it's a very comfortable thing but i feel like this album even though none of the people in this are directly part of the gorillas group but they're part of the gorillas ecosystem i really feel like this album helped shape what the gorillas would become later on because as artists especially an artist in the same like friend group or same circles you really feed off each other in jam sessions and other things and that's where concepts and energy and things come alive so i certainly 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 think that not only had a musical impact on the gorillas but also like a spiritual impact on the gorillas as far as what their sound and everything else would be like now the gorillas have gone on to become a global smash success with a lot of songs and it's one of my favorite groups as well but i definitely understand the influence that the group deltron 3030 had on it 
and it's a positive impact, which is one of the songs from earlier. Cause anything that's true got proof that ain't you, it's simply just the way it is. Sing! So it's very interesting. This this track right here is very interesting. The people that they actually got to collaborate on this song, they got some really heavy hitters. Um, for example, the one that helped produce and actually sing the hook for this song, the why I actually put the chorus in there because I spoke of the Beatles earlier. That was none other than Sean Lennon. Sean Lennon, son of Yoko Ono and a little-known guy by the name of John Lennon, a.k.a. one of the musical gods, one of the people considered a deity among music. That was him that created that, and I can say the apple doesn't fall too far from the tree, which is pretty good. I mean, I know a lot of people feel a certain way about X, Y, and Z, but check out his music sometime. He's a, he's a pretty talented musician, in my opinion, but... Throughout the whole track, they had a lot of heavy hitters, whether it was Prince Paul, Lennon, Damon Albarn, and themselves. Like, There's a lot of heavy hitters that came through for this track, which I can't imagine. It's not like it went platinum or anything, so it's not like they were making tons of money from this. So that should tell you something, that these incredible musicians who can basically charge whatever they want decided to do work with these incredible musicians who can probably also charge whatever they want. So it was just interesting to me, interesting little tidbit of history. So fantastically, we've actually reached the end of the album. <sighs> to make it a little shorter, I cut out some of the skits, that the interludes, the skits that were in here, but I think even the skits are genius and should not be left out. But I didn't want to spoil you. I wanted you to, if you ever hear this, and if anything that I've said has interested you in listening to this album, please do so for yourself. I'm only going to play the tracks from 2000. There were some other tracks added 2008, which excellent as well. But that was not my experience with the album. And I wanted you to put yourself in my mindset. I wanted you to be where I was when I first heard it. So... If you want, definitely listen to the remastered 2008. They added like three or four tracks. They were excellent. But for me, the 2000 album is where it is for me. Because that's how I received it. That's the first I heard of it. That's the first I ingested it. And it's the one album out of all the albums that I've listened to that stuck with me. Here's how I feel, simply. I could go on this long diatribe about what makes a masterpiece but scholars with much better words and much more eloquence would be able to elocute or execute that endeavor 
much, much better than I could, in my opinion. Just being honest. I could also just come up with a list and rattle off why the, you know, a list of criteria which makes an album great, makes an album masterpiece, makes an album magnum opus. And I could actually sound pretty convincing with that as well. Because you just say, hey, it has these things. There's a ten, these are the 10 tenets, and it's a 10 out of 10, etc., etc. Nope, not going to do any of that. Not even going to appeal to the emotional side of things. Because if by now I haven't appealed to your emotional side, or any other side of you, then this album truly isn't for you. It's <laughs> the funny part. That's We get all this way, and here's the thing. The album may or may not be for you. This album may or may not be the greatest album of all time. Most people would say it's not. Most people would be wrong, but they would say it's not. But for me, the reasons why it's the greatest album of all time is because for me, it is the perfect album. Musically, it's excellent. Message-wise, it's amazing. Lyrically, it's beyond reproach. And not just because... It all flows together well, but also because it all flows together well and makes sense and paints a picture and pulls you in and draws you into listening and it's groovy and it's melodical and it's musical. I'm a music lover and this is a great music album. Again, if you isolate any of the elements of this album, whether it be the lyrics, whether it be the scratching, whether it be the instruments, the musicality overall, they all stand as excellent. Way above average. It's excellent, like I said. And together, the whole is greater than the sum of its parts. And the sum of its parts are excellent. Nobody overshadows anyone else. No one is unprepared. No one doesn't belong there. It all fits. That was a double negative. That's how passionate I am about this. But my criteria, I've listened to everything. I listen to everything. And a lot of everything. And I can say that is the one album that continues to stick with me to this very day. Now there are other albums that I might enjoy more. Other songs that I'm like, I really, really, really need to hear this song. But as far as cover to cover, end to end, pillar to post, beginning to end, this album is my greatest album of all time. What does that make me? Who knows? <laughs> but guess what? It's just my greatest album of all time. And I wanted to show some appreciation for it. So that somewhere, somehow... Someone else may feel this way, and they hear this, they might be like, oh, this guy gets it. This guy gets it. And then I'll be like, hey, at least to the two of us, it's the greatest concept album of all time. What a concept. So, even though I didn't play many interludes, I'm going to leave you with the last one. Thank you so much for listening to this overly long episode and if you made it to this point right here, I'm so glad you did. I'm so glad you took this journey with me. It means a lot. Because yeah, we're going to keep going. We're going to keep going on this journey. So, here we are. 
And this is me signing off by playing the skit, playing the outro, playing whatever you want to call it, man. But let's go. It's the year 3030. And here at the Corporate Institutional Bank of Time, we find ourselves reflecting, finding out that in fact, we came back. We were always coming back.